This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash radio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 163 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and whimsical water wizard, Eric Getty Gettinger. At next level, I get an ability score increase. Yeah! You, really also had, give... you, you had trouble reading your own writing on that one, didn't you? I was trying to bring the energy, as you say. There we go. And then I was like, mm, I don't know that I need to, to say it like that. So I liked it. I liked it. Well, please also give a round of applause for our one and only man to obtain unobtainium, Alex Arona. First, you get the unobtainium. Then you get the khakis. Then you get the ladies. Uh, sorry, man. James Cameron called, and he wants his made-up element back. What about wonderflonium? So... Also with us is the other kind of avatar with the bendy bends, Joel DeWitt. I think this reference is a little out of my bailiwood. It sure is. You don't want the bends. <laughs> That's like the worst Radiohead album. Oh, I, you don't even know where I'm going with these. I, I'm not even sure that uh, people got the avatar reference like the last airbender, but is, was, is it offensive to say that Joel looks like Ong? I know because of the bald. Well, the uh, the tone didn't seem offensive. <laughs> I'm gonna say but... no, it's not. Uh, also, the Benz is an okay Radiohead album. Uh, did you just backtrack so that you can go on record <laughs> in case anybody from Radiohead is listening? It's Tom an York. okay album. Tom York, I said what I said. Shout out to Tom York. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Let's see if it helps out with our listenership. <clears throat> So uh, this week, we're going to do some body horror stuff and early adopters, retire from corporate America with the news, and then fight for our lives in the backlog. But first, we're going to move to early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where limbs are optional. You got limbs? You don't need them. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Creature Lab. Creature Lab. Y'all ever just, like, want to, like, mess with illegal chemicals and then perform uh, highly irregular surgeries on corpses? Is that no. This is the game for you. <laughs> that just, is that just me? Maybe that's just me. It's just you. But, but now... That's what, that's what video games are for, to simulate the things you don't want to do in real life. That's why I'm waiting for Tax Simulator. Why? <laughs> <laughs> But you should right definitely now, pick up. Should definitely pick up Power Washer Simulator, though. Man, I'm that game. It. What do you say, Alec? It slaps. It slaps. That's what the kids say. And we don't say it's what, lit anymore. It's uh, but you. Now nah, talk about slapping. Uh, let's slap some limbs off of corpses. corpses. Uh, do some weird genetic experimentation. So, 
first person you hold on i I just want to say that this is just this is a simulator this is just like you know uh mechanic simulator pc builder simulator power wash simulator it is it is rote in 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 its in its ability to have you do what feels like mundane tasks that equate to uh surgery and and chemical mutation on corpses and that's what I think is very funny is that even creating uh, sins against nature, you still got to make sure you grab your, your beaker and then you put it under the, the spout and that because you don't want to make a mess and you don't want it to spill. Well, real talk here. When you were simulating uh, doing all of this stuff on the, the cadaver, yep. how upset were you about the amount of counter space in some areas and the lack of counter space in other areas because when you switch the limbs off of your creation there wasn't a good place downstairs for me to put the extra limbs that i needed to bring to the table okay i found that i was kind of upset at myself because i wasn't like i was i was abusing counter space i would i would go to the 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 inventory area I would grab a beaker, fill it up, use it, and then put the empty beaker just like on top of a cabinet. And then I would walk away. And then later it's like, grab the beaker again and do something else. I'm like, where did I put that? You're I'm already savage. completely disorganized. You I'm completely are a savage. disorganized. You know, and then and then it's like I had I had one arm I put on I put on a stool, and then the other arm was still in the in the container. I had to open it up, and then I was like, where did I put that arm? I am just a I'm a beast. I am a filthy beast, and it felt bad. And there wasn't even good places to put it, so I went and grabbed both of the arms and put them on the ground next to the <laughs> to the cadaver until I could switch out the limbs. It was that's an OSHA violation. But yeah, so that's, this that's whole insane thing is, I don't I don't think that's proper surgical practice here. But also, people uh, are going to trip and hurt themselves. Then you got a lawsuit. I'm the only person in that lab. That's why <laughs> so I was saying I wish yourself. that there were more counter space in the downstairs area constructive criticism otherwise in the lab area oh my god there's a plethora of space you could put any amount of stuff in there it's it's fantastic but when you get downstairs man i'm dying for some counter space (laughs) so so that wasn't my problem but one thing that i found really (laughs) limiting is uh you can only hold one thing at a time Uh uh-huh so, so like the, the like Alex said, these are very multi-step processes. Like you have to turn on this equipment, and then you have to grab this liquid one, and then pour it into the chamber, and then take the liquid two and pour it into the burner or whatever. And you have to pick up and put down the items every single point of the way. So you can like pour a beaker of liquid into somewhere, and then you will still be holding that item and have to remember to put it down on a counter, and and you can't like interact with anything so one example is you have to look through a uh, magnifying glass to look at the actual cultures of the chemical mm-hmm. and try to plot them out well you use a syringe to pull from the beaker of liquid and then put it on the actual piece of paper but then you have to put the syringe down in order to actually look at the uh microscope glass. microscope yeah so it felt like a little bit too many steps for my tastes. I, I think it was intentional. It seems intentional to me. So it's it's just a choice they made, and I think it made sense within the context of it being almost sim-like in that way. 
but uh, I, I think it just grates against my sensibilities. <laughs> See, I, I, I just, harsh I just, cut, I just, I love that idea of just like, well, you know, I always, I, there was a game that in, in when I first started reviewing games, like I think the first game I ever got a review code for was Tank Mechanic Simulator. And I was, I, the question I just kept having to myself was, I was like, who is this for? And I looked online and I found that this was like the third game in the series with a large, very niche fan base for people who love the historical accuracy of these down to the bolts and, you know, putting them in museums and everything like that. And, and I just, it's just so fun that we have gotten that we have strayed from the Lord's light in a way (laughs) that I feel like, uh, is fun. This is a, this is a fun, uh, you know, uh, simulator idea, and uh, I, I just I love these interesting ideas. I, I, it's it's so cool that this exists. I I think the premise is a big part of what makes this appealing for sure. I mean that whole kind of mix and match and trying to see what kind of. I hope there's some sense of being able to mod your own creations. I'm hoping it's not always a template like they give you with in the first round of this. And that would be really cool to engage in this in that way. Something I'd probably be willing to overlook my personal <laughs> dislike for uh, some of the choices being made for. Wow. I think that they, they reference that there will be um, there will be the, the ability to add different pieces to your monsters and to uh, give them new abilities and different abilities. And I think you'll have missions that will say like, this has to do with fire and you have to like give them a resistance to fire or something like that. Terrifying. I was going to say that once you have created your monstrosity, the next step is to do some sort of mini game. However, my version of the game crashed before I was able to set free my creation into the city to wreak havoc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine, mine crashed too. Yeah, so I, I am interested to see how this, how it plays out when you have to customize them and, and what is, I'm just more curious as to like, when do you know about which chemicals do what and how to figure that out? I think it's guesswork. It could be, but be eventually there's got to be some documentation, right? Like you're going to find some special notes out in the world that are like, hey, if you want to, oh, I, I see what you're saying. So that maybe when you take your, your creations out and have them go on missions, you might find documents from other evil scientists who are working on similar things. That or I feel like your your character should be taking copious notes of when he does something and it fails or works, what it means. So that way you can reference it later. Oh, this is what what you what you do to give them electricity powers or something electricity powers that's exactly what i need or you give them a fifth you know a fourth a fourth and a fifth limb right give them like seven hands hands. let's go third nipple i mean too far it's not too Too far far. getty mall rats getty has that already total recall well getty also already has the third (laughs) i'm I'm aware of those names of movies (laughs) i've heard of movies before i refuse to acknowledge them but The psychic with three nipples? Come on. I mean, what if you just, like, made, like, a headless monster? What? What is that from? What? That's Mallrats. Mallrats, oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, they go to a psychic, and she's got three nipples. Oh. And I'm not going to tell you 
what happens because you should just watch the movie. It absolutely Noted. does not hold up now. <laughs> it's it's, it's still very offensive movie. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still a funny so, movie, given the time. We, we call that Tevin Smith progressive. <sighs> I, I'll just say that, man, Austin Powers, Austin Powers works more now, but not until you get into the second movie. The second movie, he grows. Grows as a person. Mm. Well, it's it's all by degrees, right? It's all yeah, I guess. <laughs> as long as he doesn't start ringing in praise for that third movie. Either way, I hate uh, another thing that had us losing our heads quite literally this last uh, week was Headless Jeff. Three. I'm not sure yeah. why there's, there's, there's think, a three after it, but... I think that was the robot's name. Jeff Three. Yeah, yeah. kind of like... Uh, Jeffrey. What was that? That Eddie Murphy wasn't there an Eddie Murphy movie there or something that was like uh, it's it was like number five, but there was no one through four. I don't know. There was only one coming to America. No, I think that Jeff three sounds like Jeffrey. So that's oh okay. But I'm gonna Google this other thing. So I, I heard it when Joel said it. He said Jeff three. Mm-hmm. Very oh, fluidly. Okay. So. Yeah. Very clever, sir. But what is Headless Jeff 3? It is... It's a video game. Not quite first person. Uh, Leonard Part 6. Leonard... No, come on, man. But that was... There was no 1 through 5. Come on, man. I'm sorry to invoke Cosby. I apologize. Jeff 3. Yes. Uh, You control Jeff 3. As he tries to find his head and progress through puzzles, going from level to level, and just having all kinds of crazy stuff happen to you, your head's finding its way into weird locations, and you're able to watch your body as it moves around, and you try and collect it, even though you never really reattach your head at any point. But for the amount of puzzles that this had as a demo... Man, they were superb. Oh, yeah? You like the puzzles in this one? They were just that right kind of goofy. Because when you are manipulating the character, trying to find your body, and then there are certain stages where there's, um, you know, environmental hazards or pieces that fall from the ceiling and you can't see around them. So you have to use your best depth perception and skills to try and figure out, like, okay, so I need to control the robot to go this way and then this way in order to pick up my body. And there's even jump challenges. Like, they made it fun, but a difficult fun. You guys didn't have the same experience. Let's explain, explain to me the first puzzle. There was a switch. Okay. How do you solve that problem to open the door by having the switch? Wait, how far did you guys get? You finished all of it, right? Absolutely not. I'm bad at this game. <laughs> oh, I, I'm pretty sure I got nearly through all of it, Daddy. Oof. Uh, okay. Yeah. Alex, step one, pick up yes. head. Step two, put head on button. Yes. yes. <laughs> did that. I did that. Uh-huh. Step, step two. Step three, I mean. Uh, I believe that there was a, a box or something that you then switched out after right. you 
grab the head back. So you you pick up the head, mm-hmm. drop it, go pick up a box, bring the box out. How and do you pick up the head said box? F. With with the same button that you used to pick up your head. See, I never put t- I never put that together. Holy so, hell! <laughs> for yeah. for that particular puzzle, there I. Uh, I looked around, and there's also some barrels sitting around. And my thought was straight, like, okay, well, you picked up the barrel. I put my head down on that box that Mm. Kenny just mentioned. (laughs) I spent two minutes, like, walking around, like, why can't I pick this shit up? And I decided to pick up my head, and inadvertently, also, after picked up the box. So I I took the long way home (laughs) for that. But uh, I I like this game a lot, actually. I, I think that premise itself is really clever the uh puzzles were all so far challenging but not hitting against the wall right right like you you have to think out and plot out your movements but it it, it seems logical and within the bounds of your control for it uh and it's just it seems very humorous too Um, because what what makes it what makes it unique i think that we have kind of buried the lead is the fact that you are watching from the perspective of your head and you can kind of turn in any direction. But at the same time, you're you're controlling the body and it's essentially just tank controls. That's the only way you really can, right? Is that it's like yeah. the WASDs, you know, your WASD. And your forward is your, your body moving forward, even though it may not be forward from your perspective. So it really, uh, just being able to watch your body and control your body uh, from such a weird uh, perspective, I think is what makes it kind of humorous seeing this robot, this headless robot, kind of fumble around. I, I will say the actual movement itself, when you pick up the robot head, it's almost kind of stuttery because you're trying to be a robot. You know, the robot's limbs are maybe rigid. Mm-hmm. It did kind of give me a little bit of the cross-eyed <laughs> feeling. You, you know, do like the bob. almost wooziness with that bobbing, yeah. So I, I did what they're doing for. I, I would hope they maybe consider like finding a way to turn the ratchet down a little bit on that. But that that's my one minor critique. Some motion smoothing on you, on there for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, Alex, you missed a lot, a lot by not making it past that. Oh, I looked at the other puzzles. I saw some good ones. I saw some flames. Uh, I saw some 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 weird doorways. Uh-huh. Uh, I definitely kept like poking around just to see what like what was like what the levels were like. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's it the 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 direction said pick up your head with F, and I was like, well, I guess that's the only thing I can really pick up. <laughs> I kept like tr- going to the box and just kind of ramming it with the robot body, hoping that it would move forward. It did not. Mm. <laughs> nope. But nope. as as you get further, it also opens up some of the the more interesting things, like being able to switch between your head and some of the stationary cameras in the stage. Yeah. Uh, there, if you do the right click on your mouse, your head will actually like hop up, and uh, you can get it to to move right and left so that you can look around a little bit yeah, but your head yeah your head doesn't uh, really help you too much uh, besides being able to see it <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 i did realize and it was funny because you it's like oh turn your perspective with the the mouse buttons then i would do it and it would just hop up i was like oh that's yeah. pretty funny yeah, yeah they were or or as a switch flipping object mm-hmm. i mean the few low levels had it where there were conveyor belts you had to turn on and then put your head on the conveyor belt to go through like a fence wall and then land on a switch to open the exit stuff like that but 
And I'm sure it wouldn't be hard for them to tweak things for the head even as the game goes on to do extra tools or uh, special abilities or something. I, I think there's opportunity for it to expand and grow that way. But man, let me tell you about that last stage with the <laughs> laser that just keeps circling around and around and around. That was definitely the most difficult and it had me just like running around in a circle trying to avoid the lasers for as long as possible until I could figure out the the puzzle itself. <laughs> That's awesome. So in that one, I I have to tell you, your, ha- your head is also on a conveyor belt, and the whole time it's going around the entire stage. So your perspective of the robot body running around and trying to, you know, pick up the head off of the conveyor belt while the whole time lasers are chasing you, Great. <laughs> it just there's something inherently funny to that. You know, like, because I'm thinking like, you look kind of silly. Your robot body sort of water wandering around, lumbering everywhere. You can almost add like yatty sats to the background and have it be sort of just a, a a comedy routine at certain points. So it just that chaos sounds really funny. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that was headless Jeff three. We did it, guys. We made it through another week. Let's go collect our thoughts and maybe our heads and take a break. Hey, news, quick. Top three video games of all times. Sonic 1 through 3. That's it? Mm. No. I think you're missing what I was going to get at. Stardew Valley this week in the news for selling over 20 million copies. Woo, that's a lot of copies. How many places do you own Stardew Valley? I own it two places. Four. Four? Three. Three? Three? I got on, got on the PC first, mm-hmm. and then after that... Switch. Switch. That's where I have it. And then after that, one of our gaming stores had a physical copy of the PlayStation 4 version, which came with, like, I think a soundtrack and some extra, like, maps and stuff. Holy so. cannolis. Yep. Yep. Um, now, are you talking about purchasing or just owning? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> again, I got some codes right. somewhere. I got I got a code for PS4. Um, I think it came to Vita, and again, I have it on. I bought it on Switch and PC. You have codes just hanging out. I think yeah, we're trying to give them. Out, we're trying to give them away to people. Guys, we mm-hmm. have codes. If you would like codes for video games, please contact us at mail at superggradio.com. Literally, Tell us your top three games of all time. Anyone who well, emails us will get a game. <laughs> well, Random now we know why game. nobody wanted Stardew Valley. Everybody already has Stardew Valley. And more and than one place. Times. Yeah. It's a great top, game. Top three it, games? It, it deserves all the success in the world. That could be a different segment. That, that doesn't, you don't have to answer that because we have other news that we need to talk about. Like all of the new games in the video game Hall of Fame. I got the list right here. Uh, the big one is Miss Ms. Pac-Man, um, 
We also got uh, DDR as a genre, uh, Civilization, Zelda, uh, and Zelda Ocarina of Time. Well deserved. Um, yeah, DDR. I mean, uh, one question I had heard on a, on a different show was, what was your DDR? And I think it's like DDR 2 or 3. Ultra Mix 3 was pretty good. Ultra Mix. Whichever one was in the college... What is it called? The main area. There was an arcade with the bowling alley at NIU. Mm, what was it called? That. What? Getty's making a real good face right what? now. What? <laughs> we had names for that stuff? All they're, I know is the quad, man. Dog pound? Well, it wasn't in the quad. Dog pound? <laughs> it was in the, the middle the, of the field. The big, tall obelisk in the middle. <laughs> oh, where the bus stop the was. The student center. Student center. Student center. Yeah. Never would have gotten that one. I'm that no. far removed from college. <laughs> wow, yeah. I like that. I, I still go back to NIU every once in a while. The machine in there. That was my I don't know what number it was. Uh, yeah, they got a good arcade there, too. Very hole in the wall. Cool. Yeah, and those are, those are some good entries into the Video Game Hall of Fame. If you had to give uh, add a game to the Video Game Hall of Fame, what would you do? Go. Uh, what's the the limitation? How long does it have to be around? Does it have to meet any special requirements, or is this just? Nope. What would you like to be in the hallowed halls of the Video Game Hall of Fame? Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made some friends and some enemies with that statement. <laughs> Dude, Man, that's I don't I don't have any comments for that one, Jolie. But he didn't say it right. He's supposed to say Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring. That's, that's the you know what I would, But do you know what my right. answer is? Mine's the right answer. And you know what the right answer is? Stardew Valley. You know, he's not Stardew wrong. Valley. I don't have so to like it, but he's not wrong. <laughs> um, NFL Blitz. Okay. Okay. Get maybe, maybe not first round, but like... I might throw in Street Fighter 3. Something wrong with you. Two. <laughs> Three is the better game, but two is the historical footnote yeah. of that series. Getty, yeah. what about you? The games don't have to be good to make it in there. Yeah, Civilization me? 1's in there. Getty, what's yours? I, uh, I'd probably go with Stardew. I like that answer. Okay. And this is my lead into the news, so... Yeah, okay. you just trying to wreck everything. That's fine. We got some news. If you're trying to get one of those uh, PlayStation 5s, Sony believes that they're going to be in short supply until 2023. You know, it's about halfway we're almost at the halfway point of 2022 so knowing how the economy is and and the shortage of computer circuits and and sand because you know we need sand to make all that stuff no i um, really i'm in the medical field and all of our stuff is back is like we have a back catalog of stuff that we owe people all the we're going into 2024 I think so, Alex is doing this somehow so he doesn't have to get a PlayStation 5 when the Borderlands movie comes out. Yeah. No, actually, I was going to say, I feel like the one good thing about this is that scalpers' prices are now becoming, like, below retail. 
Like I saw the package deal that came with like three games and two controllers for like five hundred and fifty bucks. Hmm. You hear that, Joel? He's gonna get you a five hundred and fifty dollar bundle. I'm not. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought you were saying. I Why else would you bring that up, my friend? If it has, and he's uh, never mind. I don't even. <laughs> I I don't even have a thought on this anymore. PlayStation fives are dumb. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, but what do I know? <laughs> I just don't think they're necessary. Nothing is necessary. Well, mm. no- nothing that we're talking about right now is necessary. <laughs> yeah, this is literally a podcast about a hobby, so... Joel, how's that 3080? <laughs> uh, it runs Dragon Ball Z very well, and... Had trouble with Saints Row Four for some reason. I don't know what that's about. But... Wild. But good. Getty get, hit us. Hit you with what? What do you want from me? Week in and week out, Getty do this. Getty do that. Just Let's be talk direct, about the Getty. Nintendo Indie Direct. Is that what there you want go. from me? Be direct. Is that what you want, Alex? Okay, so yeah. let's go through all of the stuff that was talked about on the Nintendo Indie Direct. Um, um, there's games the here. Bi- the big ones that we should shout out are uh, Tabs, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Uh, we're big fans. Uh, coming out summer on Switch, which is also... Uh, Joel, how quickly are you going to grab a copy and then make it crash the Switch? Hmm. Very hmm. possible. I already have it on Game Pass. It's a little. I think I bought you a copy fi- like for your PC on Steam. Yeah, you did. So I, I think it's, I just I just think that that's so that's such a weird, uh, way to do that when it's like put it on Switch really because it I don't feel like it has the power. You know, with everything else that's on the eShop, I I think that fits. That I'm I'm sure it'll be functional enough, right? Like they, I assume they have to make it in a way where it's very unlikely that the thing will crash on your Switch. <laughs> so. I don't know we'll about see. that. We'll see about yeah. that. Yeah, I've hmm. played some games that have liked to crash before, so... I've crashed okay. some games on the Switch before. Uh, the other ones to shout out are uh, st- uh, Stilt? Or Silt? Silt. Silt, yep. which we played a couple weeks ago on this podcast coming out June. Weeks? And uh, let's Months? see what else we got. Um, Card Shark, which we played on this podcast, is also coming uh, this year. I think those are the the ones that we kind of had previously talked about. Uh, is anything that really stood out to any of you guys? I'm still hype on We Are OFK. Really? Yeah, that looks like wow. fun. Yeah. No, it, I don't. I don't disagree. I'm into that one. I just I'm, was. Uh, I'm curious. It's just I, I'm not quite clear what the gameplay is going to really be like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> Slice of life. You're in there for the J-pop, K-pop tunes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll send you some links, Joel. I'll Did he just hmm us and then didn't say anything else? Hmm. I'll send you some links, Joel. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Cool. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Whatever a Gunbrella is, that sounds like it's fun. That one we will be reviewing in the future. Okay. Uh, this one's called Another Crab's Treasure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> These it guys sounds have made good. a crab game before, so this is their second crab game. The the whole trailer was a bit meta joke about an old E3 presentation. And 
Yeah, it's a crab action adventure game. That's all it is. Okay. Definitely need to check that out then. Crabs became a hot meme when uh, someone took crabs from Skyrim, made them giant, and had them fight. Like, that became a game. Giant crab battles? <clears throat> I'd have to find it again. It was I actually applied to play, to play it for beta for this podcast, and uh, they never got back to me. How many times have you died to giant crabs in Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring? None. I've never fought them. Twice. You don't engage? No. <laughs> Joel, you <laughs> twice. <laughs> my, my, uh, Getty, my tactic is generally run. What about the giant, like, lobsters? How many times have the lobsters killed you? No. Me? Haven't, hadn't, haven't come across any of the lobsters? No, no suck. lobsters. No lobsters. They have, like, this water jet ability, but not, none of that matters, because you know what does matter? Starfield delayed to the first half of 2023. Who, where does Bethesda get off? Where do they maybe, get off? Maybe they should polish their games. Why? Take that, Kevin Hartwood. What? <laughs> what is the point of Microsoft purchasing a company like this if they're just going to delay their games? Well, maybe it's good. Maybe they said, you can't keep doing the same crap you've been doing. Fix it. I don't know. I've used uh, Microsoft Windows a lot, so... <laughs> they, they, they My hands don't go any higher, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> they patch that weekly. Weekly. That's true. It doesn't make it a good product at release it just makes it also doesn't look like it's going to be a good product at release getty uh you said that everything else sucks so you said gotham that the knights. resident evil no gotham knights trailer sucked and you said the gotham knights sucked let's and talk about gotham knights you said that it looks the gameplay looks like avengers okay i mean and that's not that's not good so what was the problem with Avengers? Was it the gameplay, or was it the online, or was it the story? Uh, the story, I thought, was okay. It was the the online and the combat. It was very repetitive, and the enemies were very samey, and it, uh, it ended up being very glitchy. Mm-hmm. So uh, this looked like that, and they have found ways to like make people feel like they wanted to make people have different but same abilities so they said how is nightwing and red hood going to go around from building to building without uh a cape that can let them glide so they gave nightwing a weird like parachute glider and they made red hood the the ability to just ghost hop he can triple jump on magic ground that only appears underneath his feet. Cool. You know what I think is wrong with this? I'm looking at it right now. Uh, the Arkham Asylum game, at least, every attack had heft and weight mm-hmm. to it. And mm-hmm. there's a clear wind-up that Batman does, which each move that really gives it that weight behind it. Everything's too light in the movement here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, it lacks that weight and it gets all floaty. I don't think that serves this kind of game well. And, and, and that's what I mean is that you had a winning, you, you had a winning formula and they changed it. And now, it, again, it just looks like this kind of one-off, like 
Avengers knockoff that it doesn't feel like it's going to be fun. And they're uh, they're talking about like they're releasing this footage because they're like, oh, we're getting close to release. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> Ouch. That's not good at all. So uh, that Gotham Knight footage uh, look look real bunk. Now that Resident Evil trailer, you said it also looked like hot garbage, right? Uh, it's just not what I, I, I want Resident Evil. I want the story. I want the game. I want the game story. I don't want this. Do you? I'm going to make a weird, you know, white factory, like a white laboratory. Wait, wait, wait. Before before you go any further, what was the problem that you had with the most recent Resident Evil movie that came out? They tried to uh, cram too much of the story, the game story into it, right? But they did it. They did one. they, They did two games worth in a single, what, 70 minute movie. If they didn't they, think that they were going to come back for another movie or they thought better of it, then, uh, I don't know. I, it gets it gets really muddled here when people are trying to take all of these video games and put them into movies or try and base them off of a... a base TV shows off of a video game, too. I, it doesn't work for every game. I think you have to go somewhere different with the story. What did you think of this trailer? Uh, it seemed like a Sizzler trailer, so it felt like it was on par with, uh, Stranger Things. Like, they just flashed a whole bunch of images at me so quick, I didn't really know what to expect. There's a time hop, uh, there is the overhead view of Raccoon City at some point, but it's like the, the terribly menacing Raccoon City that you know and are terrified of. But it didn't, it didn't really give too much of the story away or what's really going on. I guess if I had to try and infer information based on the 30 seconds of whatever it is, this guy moves to Raccoon City with his daughter. He's a scientist. He creates the T-virus. And 10 years later, she's fighting zombies in London because there's a outbreak across the world. Does that seem close? Kind of, but it also seems like there's almost like the the city is like almost like um, like Raccoon City is almost like the Stepford Wives city, like a faux city with like faux people. I mean, it kind of is, no. I never got that impression. I always got that it was like a city that was based around a corporation. Yeah, but they give a facade of everything's normal, everything's happy, and then on the, the... corporation does. I didn't think the people did. Here it felt like the people were fake. The corporation owns the people. Are you not part of corporate America? Joel and I will tell you. Everything's fine. There's no shipping crisis. No. Everything's running on time. Don't worry. Formula's on its way. <laughs> I thought you were complaining about having to read from a script earlier this week anyway. <laughs> I read this I read this script at like 7 p.m. today. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like, though. If you it's not it not not it's not a Stepford Wife situation. That's my that's my argument there. I it depends on the price of people. No, no, it's brainwashing. The the price of people. <laughs> that's my argument. I don't know. I Getty, we got some dead space going on here. I, but here's the thing: it's <laughs> going to be on Netflix. I don't feel obligated to watch it. Am I probably going to at least peep the first episode? Yeah. 
Is it going to be good? I don't know. It doesn't it come out around the same time as Stranger Things, so I'll probably end up watching that anyway. We should probably watch that movie, though. You keep saying that, but I don't... I don't know, man. I mean, that Uncharted movie was real good. Except what? for Marky Mark. A, that guy can't act. It was act. okay. It was okay. It was, Mark it was Wahlberg fine. can't act. Yep, and he's also a very problematic individual. Can't act. He's my cousin from Boston. Whatever. Uh, yeah, Dead Space remake. <laughs> yep. Getting a release date next year. January next year, huh? Yeah. Be exciting. That'll be exciting. I still need to make my way back through the first one and, and finally get to play the second one and the third one. Did you never play those two? No, I ended up buying them all on Steam when they were on on sale. I only ever remember playing the first one. I don't think I played the second one. The third one was never on Steam until like a year or two ago. It was on that um, EA only thing. Ugh. I know. I bought it there. I played it there. Um, three was, I mean, it's not a great game, uh, but I, like, I, I definitely like the one thing you should know is that there isn't a kind of an, uh, it ends on a cliffhanger, but the real ending doesn't happen until you hit the DLC. So uh, be weary that if you want to see the kind of ending, you have to buy the DLC and that DLC doesn't really go on sale. You can't make me play DLC. If I've learned anything, it's that if you want it to be important, you put it in the main game. I mean, again, you can also just YouTube the ending. Either way. That seems like cheating. But that second one. Excellent. Excellent stuff. So that'll take us over to freebies. Hey, we got freebies this week. You want some royal defense? Over on Indie Gala? I'm, I'm assuming a tower defense game? Uh, looking it up now. We prepare it's, very well. Uh, I didn't think about this one. Um, I'm saying it's a tower defense game. It is absolutely a tower defense game. It looks very animated in a very cool way. It's just throw defense in anything, and it's probably a tower defense <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> and then uh, we also have Prey... Oh, wait, hold on. Is this multiple items? Is there a distinct here, separation here, here? I will. It's Prey, and then we have Redout Enhanced Edition and Jotun Valhalla Edition over on the Epic Game Store. Yes. Wait, we got Prey over on the Epic Game Store? Hell yeah. Where's my Epic Game Store? Also, uh, Jotun is very good as well. You know what? That's like top-down, like, Soulsy game where you really only have like one life and you have to go and kill all these bosses it's like a I boss mean, rush kind of game. i already only have one life so i have several mm. i've wasted them all so far but prey on the epic game store i'm definitely gonna pick that one up we'll see about the rest of these bad boys oh yeah but it's until then excellent game you know what i don't see why sonic can't be all th- three of the greatest games Ever. Sonic 1, 2, 3. Like Alex said at the beginning. And wrecked my opening and my closing, as he likes to do. So, let's uh, have some chili dogs in the break. That's Jaleel White. Hit me with that break music. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
And we are back, back with the Backlog Blog, where we play games about staying alive. Not going to sing that song, just get me in trouble. So, Alex, won't you tell us about Deadlight? All right, Deadlight is... I've been playing, I've been going through my backlog, and uh, I'm trying to... I'm feeling out a mood. I'm definitely trying to find specific vibes that I'm... I'm I'm up for at the moment. I'm like I'm not feeling a shooter right now. I'm not feeling, you know. I I've I've gone through a couple of puzzle games, but I feel like I don't make a whole lot of progress right now. So I found Deadlight in uh, in my Steam catalog, and y'all ever played the original Prince of Persia? Yes. No. The original Prince of Persia, it is a very hard platformer. Yep. Where you you die, you it's insta death. Okay. Um, but you, you know, you run, you jump, you try to solve puzzles. You don't really have a whole lot of control except for just like move forward, up, down. Um, and Deadlight is kind of one of those. Hmm. It is a uh, 2D platformer, but you are trying to survive the apocalypse, uh, a zombie apocalypse, and you are trying to find your uh, wife and daughter. In that, uh, in that way, you are going through and exploring this destroyed world, meeting other survivors, uh, running from zombies. You get some weapons, but bullets are kind of scarce. They're not that scarce, but, you know, it's a little scarce. And uh, it, 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 throughout the whole thing, there's a lot of, like, your characters are very... They, they made choices in this voice acting that your guy is always like, Oh, we just... You just gotta go, Randall. You just gotta go. <laughs> you know, he's really kind of hamming up the the. the His name is Randall. His name's Randall, and he talks to himself a lot. And yeah, he 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 just kind of really hams up the voice acting, and it's it's pretty funny. How many uh, Randalls not, do you know? Not Randy, Randall. Hmm. One, one. I I don't Core. think I know any. I don't either. That's why I'm asking. Like that's a. All right, so I don't have anything to base off this Randall. I don't have a Randall experience. Okay, um, and, and so it, it's it's kind of cool. You know, they have a a whole thing. There's a twist with his uh, wife and daughter later on. Um, you know, you're going through a hospital. You have to do these uh, puzzle platforming sections. You know, gripping onto ledges, running from zombies. Uh, I just want to also say that uh, I had a little bit of trouble with this one only because um, in its sense for realism, you start to lose a little bit of control. Uh, you know, if you stop, your character does not stop on a dime. He's going to keep walking an extra like foot and a half. Hmm. There is some wind up to his run and also some like cool down to his run. Um just stuff like that. So you have to, so I found that I would be running and then I would need to stop and like look at a puzzle, but he would just keep going right off the edge of a building. And I'd be like, Oh, well there's that then. (laughs) Okay. Reload. Let's do it again. (laughs) And that's where I found like a lot of the problems I kept having, but also they start trying to, uh, later in later levels, they start introducing more of, uh, of action elements. Like they want you to be running and jumping and and shooting zombies very quickly and uh, just in this like desperate you know gasp to survive. And I found that in those moments I was hitting pretty hard. Um, I was hitting pretty hard glitch spots 
where uh, he would kind of fall through the floor. Um, instead of jumping up, he would jump forward. Uh, just different stuff like that. He wasn't grabbing ledges. He would, I would jump and he would miss the ledge entirely, even though it's an auto grab. So I just felt like once the, once the action picked up, the game is supposed to be a methodical stop, look, make the jump, grab the ledge, figure out this puzzle. And in, when it's not stopping methodical, the game kind of doesn't know sometimes some of the inputs that it's expecting. Mm. So it kind of goes, it loses some of the, the actual control aspect. But this is like an old 360 game. Um, I enjoyed the time I had with it. Uh, again, relatively short game, but uh, just a, a fun throwback to what, those, what that type of game used to be. Uh, I think Tomb Raider was attempting to be a 3D version of that. The original first Tomb Raider, where it was very methodical movement, stop, jump, grab a ledge, etc., etc., I mean, no one really loved the the action sequences in Tomb Raider 1 as much as they liked figuring out those weird puzzles. Yeah, it's definitely true. So, uh, but that was that's Deadlight. And you have the, a double dose for us this week? I do. Oh, uh, man. Sec- do, we, do we really have time for Alex to talk about his second game? I got, I got, I, I want to talk about this one. I just you want to sure? get it out there. I mean, all right, you can have, you can have a little bit of time here. Hit me with Trek to Yomi. Trek to Yomi is the new, the newer Devolver joint. It is also 2D and it goes this a very similar route to what you would see in Ghost of Tsushima with having like the whole game is based on the key, the Kiwazawa. Uh, style film grain, black and white, uh, no English voiceover, just subtitles, very much like revenge questy, you know, I'm going to be super ultra serious and, and also throw in a lot of like blood and samurai fights. The It's all fixed camera angles, so it looks to be 2.3D or 2.5D where uh, it is... They give you a little bit of depth to play with, but for the most part, you're going straight forward down a path. There is some alternative routes, but that they, they're kind of few and far between. You get a light attack, a heavy attack, a parry, a dodge, and some occasional ranged weapons. And you go from point A to point B to point C and continue on the path. Uh, and you fight enemies using your parries. What kind of enemies? They give you Regular human that? enemies? Yes, they then at some point turn into uh, mysterious demons, but... Whoa, there's a specific word for Japanese demons. What's that? An oni. Onis. Mm. Is that what you're uh, fighting, though? Or are you just saying... Well, the thing is, is that <laughs> they just look and act like the other guy, the other samurai. So maybe they're there's possessed? No yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a reason for it. I don't know if I want to go into the story. Well, no, you you don't want to wreck everything. But there's a reason for it's it. It's a and hot it, new and, joint. Yep. Yeah. But in this case, it's just the same enemies, and they will even go as far as there's a checkpoint almost at ev- after every single f- encounter of fights, because they aren't that that tough aren't that or? hard. No, no. Oh, okay. So it's confusing that way. And then on top of that, it will the game will just occasionally slow down for you to parry. Hmm. That's not a that's not a graphical thing. That's not a problem with chugging. 
the game does a cinematic slowdown for you to have time to parry. And that is where I felt like uh, very strange about it. There isn't a lot of depth to the combat. It's just heavy and light. There are combos, but the combos uh, don't really do a whole lot of difference. You get a, you get a finisher that will res- that will kind of restore your health. Parries will kind of restore your stamina. But I never found that I was having problems with either of those things. Huh. And uh, um, I felt like it's very, like... On rails. It's so kind it's of much, disappointing. It's much style yeah. over substance. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and that's I, I just wanted to say like it's it's kind of a neat thing. It it's they have collectibles that that really point out uh, historical pieces of history, uh, Japanese historical pieces of history from uh, the samurai uh, time frame. Which is it's cool, and they give like a whole in depth. You can go to the the menu and read through all of the history behind each item. I just, which, I read that, but I don't like. I didn't don't know if I wanted to play more of it because of it. I don't think that I want to play it again. I think that it's just kind of there. It exists in a space. Mm-hmm. But uh, to hear my full thoughts, I would say go to superggradio.com where you can review my full read my full review. What? We got reviews. We got reviews. Do we have any reviews, reviews coming and previews. up? That was a real question. What was that? I said, do we have any reviews coming up this next week? We do. We have, uh, let's see here, I'm pulling it up. We have a review of Defend the Rook on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I think Joel played that. That he did. <laughs> And then we also have a couple other uh, reviews in the pipeline at the moment so that are currently being written and or played. So uh, keep an eye on our website. We're going to keep uh, updating that with the content, and we got uh, check out our YouTube videos because we got more of those beta breakdowns coming too. Daddy just wants to make sure that I'm not the bottleneck. I don't know what you mean by that. I was just trying <laughs> also, to make sure that credit was given where credit mm, is due. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, w- I was trying to put in some supply management slash business lingo. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> What I what's my normal tirade and rant? Like I come here to have fun, and we're not gonna mess it up with all of the talk about work. Yeah, yeah. Except for that one opening where I gave the six sigma lingo. That was awful. Hate that. Uh, also, I got it. That was the best Gabby. one yet. You want some work, Getty? You should play Trek to Yomi. I mean, I did play Ghost of Tsushima this year. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I don't know that I need. Uh, to play that just right now there's there's other more important things but i'm talking about video game homework because we're setting the hard deadline it's due for discussion next week that's outer wilds yep not to be confused with other games i have officially outer worlds no (laughs) i have officially beaten it uh you two are up next um and we'll talk about it next week yes we will but we do have our one last thing, and this week's one last thing is brought to you by Alex's new green screen. Did you check <laughs> it out this last week? Did you go on and watch Alex play Deadlight? You should tell us about yeah. it. I got a green screen. It's pretty good. It's funsies. I used to just have a sheet. Now I got. Now it's just me hanging out. I did double streams this week, and I was hanging out both times on the green screen. It was fun. It's legit. 
So one last thing. All right, my one last thing. Uh, I need to settle down, finish this video game homework so that I can jump back into uh, Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring and hopefully beat it before Alex does. You are remarkably, you're like 60 levels above me. That's absolutely going to happen. And having played only like five hours more than you. Yep. Okay. So uh, that that's not, to disregard, none of that's important. What is important is Alex's one last thing. Which is that the important thing to talk about now is that Carly Rae Jepsen released a new track. And we are all hyped. Who's we all? Because <laughs> Joel and I made the same face how, just now. How far removed are we from Call Me Maybe? Uh, ooh, oh, that there, was uh, some ways. That was uh, a while ago. Call Me Maybe came out like ten years ago. Let me see here. Oh no, I got It's actually playing. I'm good thing. I <laughs> uh, 2012, possibly earlier. What did okay. I say? Ten years? Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were right. on the money. Nah, man, she's good. She got. My, she got. She got other stuff that's way better. She's real synthy. If you imagine Taylor Swift is 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 to country, Carly Rae Jepsen is to 80s, 80s synth pop rock. Hmm. 80s still, synth pop rock. Yeah, it's still that that you know, uh, very uh, pop music esque, but hers has at least got the 80s synth twang to it. Why does it feel like we just keep adding more and more words to things, <laughs> and it doesn't make it better? Because we have to make things micro-targeted to the point where only one person understands it. No, I just think that I described it in a way that you could... You know, know, while we're on that subject, though, this last week, Joel put out a tweet that said, like, describe a Souls-like game without using the same words. And then Alex managed to use rogue-like in his description of it. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm done with this. <laughs> Does it defeat the purpose? Absolutely. Yes. You but I did it. Substituted one word for... <laughs> Never mind. Okay, Joel. Be happy I didn't say Metroidvania Zelda-like. Whole... <laughs> Bring us home, Joel. Save us with your one last thing. Carly Rae Jepsen, Western Wind. Shout out to Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Yeah. That better, okay. That better not be your one last thing. No, absolutely not. Um, so we are playing the Outer Wilds. I'm uh, playing that in spite of where my heart is right now, which is farming, not farming, fishing in, in the air. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, hold on. Did you get into the farming? The farming's pretty good. In I that have too. not done the farming yet. No. Yeah, there's some <sighs> farming in that game too. <laughs> okay. All right. That's probably where I'll go next. Uh, I resent that. You resent that you have to play Outer Wilds? Yes. <laughs> I'm right there <Good>. with you. <laughs> He'd rather be playing Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring. Uh, amongst other things, I'm pretty close to finishing up Chrono Cross so I can start my second playthrough. And then um, I also have a couple of other games on desk that I would like to finish. Aren't you happy that we only have video game homework like three times a year? Uh that doesn't sound right. I feel like it's more closer to four or five. Yeah, and yeah, that doesn't. I feel like there's probably a way for us to verify this information too. I believe this is the second one of the year. No, oh, we're in second quarter. That's fine. <laughs> yep, isn't, it's quarterly. Isn't it the third one of the year? 
No. Didn't I do Steam World Dig, Saints no. Row, and no? Saints Row. You did Row Steam World. You this. did. You did uh, Saints Row. Yeah. All right. When did we and do Steam was... World Dig? Or not Steam World Dig. Uh, Codename Steam. That's the. I think that, that was, was last, last year. year. End of last mm. year. Mm-hmm. Nobody Quarterly, can verify this. No one can verify this. Definitely didn't spend three months playing that game either. So. Yep. See, quarterly. <sighs> and that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where uh, right Joel now- screwed up and he signed himself to be his kid's baseball coach, so Alex is double-decking streaming. We got uh, we got back Mondays for the backlog. And Tuesdays is for me to blast rap music while playing Skater XL. Which, it might not be rap music. Maybe next week I'll just blast Carly Rae Jepsen. We'll see. Kind of on that kick right now. You, you're very done? That's Monday and Tuesdays. Okay, I don't know. You can't actually blast that while you're playing, right? No, I can. I can. It'll, you definitely can. It'll just um, mute it. <laughs> Uh, They'll yeah. just mute mute it on the on the the on demand, uh-huh. the video on demand. But live, I mean, I had a couple people chilling with me and talking about music. Are we okay to call that a VOD? Yeah, VOD. Why would you call it that? You just made it weird. Nobody <laughs> calls it that. A lot of people they call it the, they call it a VOD. No, that doesn't sound right to me. Is this All a right. GIF versus GIF thing? No, it's <laughs> done. Of, yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com, where if you email us immediately, we'll give you a free game. And provide us a review on iTunes or the top three games of your choice. Thanks for listening, and good game, Joel. Good game. And GG Alex. GG Getty. That'll do it. That'll do, little podcast. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs>